From Georgia Public Broadcasting, this is Battleground Ballot Box. I'm Stephen Fowler. Georgia's voting laws have changed a lot since the 2020 general election, when Georgia helped put President Joe Biden in office, as well as two Democratic senators. Tonight, Governor Kemp has signed that controversial election bill. He signed Senate Bill 202 uh, about three hours ago. It includes provisions that would add new restrictions on voting by mail. One of the biggest differences can be found in the way you vote by mail. It's further securing the absentee ballot process by simply adding a photo ID requirement or number from your ID that will actually speed up the absentee balloting by mail process, which was very slow after this last election. There's now a shorter window to request a ballot, new requirements to prove you're the one requesting and voting that ballot, as well as changes to when you can use drop boxes to return that ballot. It can be a lot and potentially confusing, but it doesn't have to be. On this week's episode, we'll walk you through what you need to know to use a mail-in absentee ballot under Georgia's new voting law to make sure your vote counts. Georgia's DBHDD has an urgent health warning. One of every 10 counterfeit pills contain fentanyl, a powerful and very deadly drug. Pills from friends or dealers are unsafe, and one pill can cause an overdose. More info at opioidresponse.info. No excuse voting by mail has been an option for Georgia voters since 2005, but its popularity has grown over the last few years and became a crucial part of the 2020 elections during the coronavirus pandemic. All three of the areas that we identified, we hit them. We opened up our absentee ballot portal, which made for under 30 seconds you could request your absentee ballot. That was tremendously and well received by all the voters. It really was a seamless and secure way of of requesting your absentee ballot. The absentee ballot drop boxes have worked like a charm. Uh, They just really have worked well. And uh, I think voters are really grateful for that, particularly the ones that had those ballots sitting on their kitchen table and it's too late to mail it now. Yes, you had an option. They still have that option up until seven o'clock tonight. In the November 2020 presidential election, a record 1.3 million Georgians used absentee by mail voting, overwhelming local elections offices and raising Republican skepticism of a voting method they created and predominantly used until Joe Biden won the state. Since then, lawmakers have passed a massive voting law, SB 202. It changes a lot of things about election rules in Georgia, especially absentee by mail voting. So what do you need to know? First, you have to actually request a mail-in ballot from your county elections office by filling out an application. That request form includes personal identification information, like the date of the election, your name, the party ballot you want for a partisan primary, date of birth, address where you're registered, and address where you want the ballot to be mailed. New this year, you must put your driver's license number or free state ID number. If you don't have one of those forms of ID, you must include a copy or photo of another ID. That includes a passport, Georgia voter ID card, or other valid government photo ID. If you don't have or don't want to use one of those, you can also include official documents that show your name and address, like a current utility bill, bank statement, paycheck, government check, or other government document. This is a hugely important change. The application also has a space for your phone number and email address. This will help elections officials contact you if there are any issues with your application or ballot. And don't forget to sign and date your application. 
The window of time to request your absentee ballot using an application has also changed under SB 202. Requests can only be made starting 78 days before an election. That's 11 weeks. And it won't come immediately. For the May 24th primary, that window begins Monday, March 7th. For the November 8th general election, that window begins Monday, August 22nd. That window closes 11 days before election day, or two Fridays before. For the 2022 primary, that's May 13th. For the November election, that's October 28th. Most voters will have to request an absentee ballot for each election, but there are exceptions. If you are 65 or older, have a physical disability, are an active member of the military, or a spouse or child of an active service member, or you live overseas, you can check a box to receive an absentee ballot automatically for the rest of the election cycle. Once you've completed the application request, you can return it by mail, fax, attach it to an email, or drop it off in person to your local elections office. Local elections officials will verify your application by comparing the name, date of birth, and voter ID on the application with what's in your voter registration file. This is a change from before when your county office would try to match your signature on the application to a signature on file. Lawmakers said this new way will be a less subjective way to check the legitimacy of your request. Um, there was significant um, discussion, controversy, consternation with parts of that process, particularly the signature verification process. And one thing that you will see that this bill does is it attempts to move from what is a subjective process, that being signature, to an objective process of using a, a number, which uh, most Georgians have, by and far have, 97%, I think, uh, a driver's license number. Let that be the center of our verification process for absentee ballots. When do you get your absentee ballot? The ballots will be mailed starting 29 days before the 2022 primary, Monday, April 25th, and general elections, Monday, October 10th. For runoffs now held four weeks after the regular election, ballots will be sent as soon as possible. When you get your ballot, make sure you fill in the ovals of your choice as fully and clearly as possible. Don't use a circle, underline, check mark, X, or anything other than filling in that oval completely so the scanner can read your votes without having to send it to a human team to verify your choices. And the other important deadline to consider, when to return it. Your ballot must be received by your county elections office by 7 p.m. on election day. There are several ways to return your ballots, by mail with the included envelope, hand delivered to your county elections office, or in drop boxes. Drop boxes were introduced in 2020 by emergency rule during the pandemic, but the new state law makes some changes there too. Now, all 159 counties must have at least one. There's a cap on the number of boxes, no more than one per 100,000 active voters or one for every early voting site, whichever number smaller. And drop boxes can only be placed inside early voting sites. Also, drop boxes will only be accessible during early voting hours and when sites are open instead of 24 seven. 
Your county elections office can give you information on drop box locations, early voting sites, and early voting hours, which can differ from county to county. Don't forget, if you return your absentee ballot in the mail, leave enough time to ensure the ballot arrives to your county elections office by 7 p.m. on election day. And when you return your absentee ballot, remember to sign the envelope, include your date of birth and other voter identification information it asks for, like driver's license number or last four digits of your social security number. And don't worry, the envelope is designed so your sensitive personal information will be hidden once it's sealed. Just like the application process, your local elections officials will verify your ID on the ballot envelope with what is on file. If it matches, your ballot is accepted. If there's an issue, like a missing or incorrect ID number, your county will contact you and provide a way to fix the problem to make sure your vote is counted. By the way, you don't have to just blindly trust that your ballot made it on time and is counted. You can check the status of your ballot, find your polling place, and contact info for your county elections office and more on the state's My Voter page. That's at mvp.sos.ga.gov. Now that we've covered the basics, there are some other changes worth noting. State and local governments cannot send out unsolicited absentee applications to voters. Third-party groups can still send you an application, but they've got to put in big letters that it is not an official government publication, that it is not a ballot, and tell voters who's sending them that blank request. It's also important to note if you think you've received multiple ballots in the mail, it's probably just an application for a ballot, and this rule change should help you spot the difference. One of the biggest contentions, I guess you would say, that, that I heard, several members have heard, is that many members of the public thought that they received seven, eight, nine absentee ballots. What we find out in most instances, overwhelmingly most instances, what they received is five, six, or seven absentee ballot applications. Ballots will now be on special security paper and include your precinct name along with your precinct ID. Military and overseas voters will now have an additional set of absentee ballots mailed to them with the regular ballots, ranked choice instant runoff ballots. On these ballots, voters can rank their choices for certain races in the event they head to a runoff and send them back with their primary or general election ballots. Remember, all of this is new to most Georgia voters, so if it has your head spinning, let's go over the basics again. The key points to remember are request and return your ballots sooner than later, make sure to include your voter identification information, fully fill in the ovals of your choices so the scanner reads your vote with no issue, and track the progress of your ballot and other important voting information online at the state's My Voter page, mvp.sos.ga.gov. And if you have any questions about voting, voting by mail, or changes to election law after 2020, feel free to reach out. My email is sfowler at gpb.org. Battleground Ballot Box from Georgia Public Broadcasting is produced by me, Stephen Fowler. Our editor is Josephine Bennett. Our engineer is Jesse Neiswanger, who also wrote our theme music. 
You can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get podcasts. Thanks for listening.